BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is a special edition of The Vault by Access Hollywood. Today is a very special episode of The Vault by Access Hollywood. I'm Zuri Hall. I'm Scott Evans. And today we are dedicating our episode to the late Chadwick Bozeman. Scott, I mean, this is this is going to be a hard conversation to have. I feel like we're all still just reeling from, from this new reality, and it was heartbreaking, and it was unexpected for us, for the public, mm-hmm. right? And um, yeah. honoring this, this man, this amazing man, is something that we absolutely must do. It's our honor to do. So I'm ex- excited to talk about him, but God, it's just so bittersweet to talk about this amazing legacy he's left behind. Zuri, don't you feel like 2020? Mm. I'm done with Listen. the like the take that yeah. it feels like. You know, I'm and, and I hate for that to sound um angry or resentful or bitter, mm-hmm. but reading the headline mm-hmm. um that Chadwick Bozeman um had passed at 43 from colon yeah. cancer, not even yeah having the slightest clue, really. I mean, I think anyone who was astute and paying attention knew Mm -hmm. something maybe Mm -hmm. going on, you know, fairly recently, but would have never had the idea that it was something so grave that right. would it would ultimately take him from us at forty three. Right. Right. So yeah, I mean it's it's a hard, this is a hard one. This is a hard one, but it is also like you said a necessary one. Absolutely, and as you mentioned, obviously now we we all know and understand Chadwick was battling colon cancer privately for the last four years, and we've come to know Chadwick on the red carpet. Those, those special mm-hmm. moments that now are so so cherished, you know, uh, those interactions with him behind the scenes, that warm smile. I mean, good God, he could light yeah. up a room. I can't help but smile as bittersweet as it is. I think about my interactions with that man as, as brief as they were, you know, yeah. and yeah. and he gave such an energy and such a spirit that that'll stay with me for the rest of my life. I'm just grateful, grateful that I had them. And I'm sure you've had many too, Scott. Well, it's interesting because I just got goosebumps. Um, it's interesting because you talk about how he could light up a room. I also yeah. saw him shut down rooms. Did you? Right? Where people were losing their minds, blah, 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 blah. And then he'd walk in and it was just like. Such a calm, right? He had such him. a presence, quiet presence. Yes, yeah. Yes. And so to have both of those things. Yeah. We're going to dig into it. Remarkable. I want the story. I, I got to get that from you today yeah. because I, I want us to sort of revel in these amazing opportunities we had to just even exist in his space. He's mm-hmm. given us such incredible performances, obviously King Tashala, Jackie Robinson, Thurgood Marshall, James Brown, the list goes on and on. Um, so many more because he gave so much of his art. His time on this earth was so gracious. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it is, Scott, that Chadwick's death hit so many so hard because I'll be honest when I found out the news it was a Friday night yeah it was date night to be quite frank and I honestly was like 
I don't know. I don't know if I can do anything except sit with this for a while. Mm -hmm. I cried out my tears. I reflected on just the man and who he was. And not just to us personally, but to Mm -hmm. an entire community, to the Black population, to all of these little Black boys and girls who had their superhero and I'm, I'm going to start tearing up. Yeah, so you got to take it because I get emotional Listen, when I think about it. I'm going to tell you this. First, I see you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. I think you and I have a, a connection sometimes where um, a lot can go unsaid because we know right. what we know. Right. But sometimes exactly. you do need to say it. And th- this was, a, this was a, a reminder of don't let a day pass. Don't let right. a time pass where someone you care about um, doesn't know that or doesn't hear it. Maybe they know yeah, it, it, but it still feels good to hear. And I appreciate yeah. that. And you know, the same goes right back to you. And I, I think that's been one of the biggest lessons of this time since mm-hmm. processing this, this major loss is, you yeah. know, it, it's teaching us in a very bittersweet way to appreciate who we have while we have them and be grateful for the gifts that they've shared. But think about also, you know, you were, you were asking like why this may be hurt the way that it hurt. You yeah. know, we have been this year primed for, uh, we are, I've said it before, we, I feel like I am walking around kind of emotionally frayed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, it's this global pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, mm-hmm. COVID-19. Then there is this uh, racial reckoning, this um, uh cracking open, breaking open in our country of, of um, long, I think, standing racial tension. Yeah. Um, and then there is the, the what feels like a, an emotional depletion, like I've just reached my limit. And yeah. then right when you feel like if we can get to November, right. Chadwick is gone. Yeah. And the time where you feel like you need him most in the time where you feel like his presence is most valuable mm-hmm. or maybe needed uh, uh, more than ever, he's gone. Yeah. It, so yeah. It, it, it pulled you all the way out of whatever you were doing. Exactly. No, that's exactly it. And you, you reflect on what Chadwick has meant and will continue to mean, maybe even mm-hmm. mean more to our community um, now that we have to deal with and real from the loss of him. And he was so definitively that guy. I mean, you see, you see the tributes rolling on Instagram and mm-hmm. the fact that he was our, our king, our superhero, like that Black Panther. And the fact that he was everyone's superhero, right? This transcends race. Black Panther yeah. wasn't just for Black people. There, no. there was an entire global phenomenon that swept us all away in excitement mm-hmm. and awe when, when Chadwick presented this character, this king to us. And it's something that we all bonded over. And it was in that moment, honestly, when Black Panther came out, the beauty that I saw um, was the fact that Black culture, Black art, Black beauty, Black design, um, Black dial- African dialects, specifically, yeah. all texture. of these things. Yes, that texture. It, it became this, um, oh, I didn't know this existed. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know this was beautiful. Oh, I didn't right. know. Right? right. And I want to be a part of that. Yeah. I want to share yeah. in that. And Um, what it did, again, going back to just the youth, right? The kids, the fact that like growing up as a little black girl in Ohio, I knew what my hair did naturally, but I didn't see it being done on anyone else that I idolized, mm -hmm. that I watched on screen or saw in magazines. And the fact that there was this new generation of kids who would ever 
who would only ever grow up seeing their curls, their kinks, their coils. Um, mm-hmm. Deny, I think she should have, did she have a shaved head? Bald. Completely shaved Bald. on the carpet. Bald. Killing it. Ripped slaying. a wig off as a matter Listen, of Listen, you hear me? <laughs> you hear me? The, the freedom, what it means to rip off a wig. That's a whole different podcast episode. <laughs> but the fact- That'll be episode 237. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bonus, bonus. Um, but the fact that Chadwick led that charge, the fact that he was the king of that nation and that yeah. nation we all fell in love with- um, he, he was amazing, and I'm excited to listen to a few of our interviews with him over the years and, and everything that he shared. You know, this is the great part about The Vault is we get to dive back. We get to go back in the day and resurface some of these conversations, some of these interactions with people that become a little more poignant, perhaps, in yeah. uh, this con- in a new context, right? And so, you know... We're, we're talking a lot about Black Panther right now, but he, he had a breakout role mm-hmm. in 42 playing the baseball legend and pioneer Jackie Robinson. Now, the film was released, I believe, in 2013. And so at the junket for the film, he actually uh, was, he told us he was celebrating the role before mm-hmm. he even got the call. He was believing okay. it. To <laughs> you be better true. manifest. <laughs> Take a listen. This is like playing, you know, Abraham Lincoln, a, a president, uh, Muhammad Ali. It's it's, it's a no-brainer that mm-hmm. you would want to do it. Um, the audition process, it wasn't a long process necessarily. Uh, I actually met Brian Helgeland, and he says that he knew right away um, I just heard him say that in person for the uh-huh. first time. Today I did, you just heard yeah, him say I, that? Yeah, I heard other people say, yeah, today. Uh-huh. Um, but I didn't necessarily know I left that that first meeting. Uh-huh. I was directing a play in New York, and I didn't really think about it, you know. You didn't? No, I mean, I, I thought it was a great audition. Right. But But you, you have a lot of great auditions, and you don't get it. Yeah. Um, but I was actually watching the World Series, uh, the Cardinals were celebrating in the ninth after the ninth inning, and as I was looking at the screen, I said, "I'm gonna get this role." Whoa! You know, Did you? this is before I got the role. Uh-huh. I said, "I'm gonna." You had that like premonition. This premonition, yeah. So I nudged my friend, and uh, he said, "We should toast it." Wow! Before, before you got we got the role, yeah. That's confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we we toasted it. Yeah. Sure enough, the next week. I came in, I read for um, Brian Helglin again, mm-hmm. uh, did a baseball tryout, and the rest is history. Okay, Chadwick, you better toast to a role you didn't even officially get yet. You gotta love the confidence because he was so humble. Only like mm-hmm. him saying that there was not even a hint of arrogance. There is a quiet mm-hmm. assuredness to mm-hmm. to the things that he would speak and the way that he would say things that you can't be mad at it. Yeah, a stillness. Denai uh, Guerrera calls it his zen. Uh, Denai, of course, played his uh, uh, general in um, Black Panther, also famous for her role in The Walking Dead. But it was, for me, that clip is, for me, a continuation of the dude he was uh, when he voiced his concerns for the role he was playing on the soap opera All My Children. Right. Mm. When he was he brought up his concerns that he was this this character he was playing was always seemed to be like wrapped up in um, um, 
criminality, right? So mm-hmm. Drug use or uh, all the stereotypical uh, cliches yeah, all, of being a black every, man. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so when he brought it up to the producers and the writers, um, they heard him. Uh, he says, I believe I, I've read that uh, Chadwick said they considered some of his uh, observations and would ultimately replace him. Mm. They let him finish the day uh, and then ultimately replaced him with Michael B. Jordan, who at the Mm. time was 16, I think. Uh, And so when you read Michael B. Jordan's um, Instagram post and you read his thoughts about the losing, the passing of uh, Chadwick, he said something Missouri, that I had to walk away from the phone. Wait, he said two things. Us. He would he broke down a couple of paragraphs, and between each paragraph, he said, "I wish we had more time." Mm-hmm. You know, I wish we'd had more time. And he said, "I realize even back when I was sixteen, you've been paving the way for me, whether I knew it or not. Mm-hmm. You know Clearing that you would path. you would clear a path that you would you would." voice concerns in such a way that the that the writers the show would have to respond and so that when i came in i just came into something that felt better not right. knowing that you had a instrumental hand in creating it better yeah. right and leaving it better for me and so that's the thing that you kind of i think that's why you wouldn't even get mad that he says yeah i celebrated this role before no, i, I wish because you. i, I trusted it. i yes. trusted that this was going to be the next thing for me and when he mm-hmm. said that um the 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 show the the movie's writer and producers really had him in mind. Mm, you know there are mm-hmm. there are other people that will tell you when they when the the James Brown we mm. had Chadwick in mind. Thurgood Marshall, yeah, we had like he was there yep. was really nobody he else. Was that guy, yeah. Do you have a favorite red carpet interaction or memory uh, between you and Chadwick, whether it was when the cameras were rolling, before they were? You talked about the fact that he has, or God, it's it's still honestly, to be just frank, it's hard to talk in past tense. Uh, the fact yeah. that Chadwick had such a, a presence, um, and I completely agree with it, but I'm excited to know what, what your experience had been with him when it came to those interactions. I remember doing an interview with him. Um, I'll, I'll tell you two very quickly. Mm-hmm. One was uh, um, a screening or um, maybe a release for uh, Black Panther. And when I was in the room, people were losing their minds. Everybody was so excited, blah, 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 blah. And you know, normally when a celebrity or a star of the movie walks in, it gets the, the level e- raises even higher, right? Mm-hmm. People are like, right. he walked in the room and the room was already kind of wild. And people were like, shh. Just like a respectful shh. silence, sort of. And then he kind of held his hands together and was like, thank you all for joining. And I was like, this is wild. And then there was another instance where we were on a red carpet and this would have been, I think around Avengers time. And um, we did it. I was doing an interview with him and people were, you know, Black Panther, Black Panther, Black Panther um, to him during the interview. And he met mm-hmm. eyes with all of them, had a, a quick second and then came back to the interview. And I, we, we finished the interview. I said, are you prepared? for the rest of your life to be linked to Wakanda, to be linked to the leader of these people and to be revered Mm -hmm. as a hero. And Mm -hmm. he said, man, I'll be honest with you, the hero part is a little strange for me Mm -hmm. 
but the light that this role has brought into my life and to other people's lives, how could you be mad at that? Mm, how could that ever right. get old to you? Yeah. And I rem- and then he walked away and I was just like, <laughs> and you were just left stunned to process yeah, the gems like, that were dropped. With <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because I asked myself the same thing. So I think it's just, <laughs> it's just all of us. It was just Chadwick's effect on all of us. I remember the first time that I interacted with him was the Black Panther uh, world premiere, the premiere in Los Angeles. And you know, I get I get amped up on these carpets and I'm feeding off the energy sometimes yeah. to the point that I need somebody to calm me down because I'm just running yes, around in a circle you. looking like a chihuahua, just chasing her tail, just can't, <laughs> can't settle down, can't focus. And so the interviews were rolling, they were great. And I'm talking to Lupita and Denai, and it's it's great, but the energy mm-hmm. was high to your point earlier. And Chadwick is coming up and I'm like, I'm getting nervous, right? Because the first time that you're going to engage with someone who you admire, you respect, and come on, just straight up, star of the film, mm-hmm. you get a little nervous. You want to get it right. You he get stepped it right. up on that platform. And I was so, I just, there was such a calm about his energy. And it felt like I am here with you right now. And I see mm-hmm. you. You said you saw me earlier. I think Chadwick had such a gift for making everyone he interacted with feels so seen and mm-hmm. he because he had that ability to slow it down and calm you down when i tell you first of all i did my thing in the interview and it had nothing to do with me it was the fact that he cleared the space cleared and allowed space. me to come down to where i needed to be meet him where he was and do my job effectively instead of getting mm-hmm. so caught up in that hype and so i remember that that energetic exchange and the second time that I interviewed him was not long after the first. It was, I, uh, was it Fashion Week? Something like that. But he was still promoting Black Panther. And we had a little more time on the, on the microphone. You know, these red carpets go so quickly. Mm-hmm. It's, you, you're lucky. What y'all don't know is that y'all see, y'all see like 40 seconds, 45 mm-hmm. seconds. We maybe get two minutes. Right. If that. So if, if that. that. Yeah. So he he was on the carpet. We started talking. And, you know, sometimes the reps or some people are pulling you everywhere here and there, tapping you on the shoulder. And as the reporters, we see it. We want to, oh, God, just two more seconds, two more seconds. But he, again, gave me the gift of his presence, allowed me to do what I needed to do, to have the conversation, to ask the questions. And, and that pressure that I think we feel often to get in and get out and just get it done because he doesn't even want to be here. She doesn't want to be here. Right. Now, Isn't that the crazy part? Yes. He made yeah. me feel like, and I appreciate it. And it was the most, it was such a professional courtesy. Like he could sit there and talk with me all day knowing damn well he had 30 more seconds before he had to get <laughs> into that theater. And, and I always remembered that after he walked away from me, I was like, Am I in love? <laughs> this I, man is I amazing. He is such a spirit. Yes. yes. And like, how could we not be? I think we all were. We were all in we love, all not just with the idea of this man, but who he showed up as, mm-hmm. who he actually gave us. So the, when Black Panther came out, I bought tickets to um, the movie at the Grove. I bought mm-hmm. two rows Did of you? tickets. And then I stood out in front of the Grove and gave them to people um, who I didn't think would necessarily buy tickets to the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then on Instagram, also people who I didn't think maybe who couldn't either afford it or maybe wouldn't typically go pay money to see this movie because I just Mm -hmm. wanted, I I knew what this was going to mean 
Mm-hmm. And so to see the excitement of the people's faces when they got the tickets and then when they came out of the oh, theater, yeah. people yeah. who were not typically Marvel fans, people who were not typically like superhero movie, action movie kind of people were like, that was so good. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was, and that's a, that's, I think a, to the collective effort of everyone involved. Right. Um, and it's just, and just led to spearhead by, by Chadwick and, and Ryan Coogler. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, and again, King T'Challa, that was just one of the gifts that Chadwick gave us. Like we mentioned, he starred as Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Um, he went on to play James Brown and Thurgood Marshall. And we actually chatted with him in 2017 when, when they were promoting one of those films. And he shared that he needed convincing, actually, for both of those roles. And these are the moments that I love because we really get to see him show off his personality. Listen to this. Do you consciously say to yourself, I want to play these kind of people? No, I actually consciously say the opposite. And, yeah. you know, the only one that I <laughs> was completely sure about was, was Jackie Robinson. And I think this was, this took some convincing and James Brown took some convincing. Um, well, you've made and, good choices. And, 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 yeah, so it's, it's, it's the opposite. I think I, I probably have turned down more biopics than, you know, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even try to name how many it is. Is there uh, anybody you wouldn't do? Like, do you feel like there's been too many Martin Luther Kings? Or? Uh, I wouldn't do Harriet Tubman. <laughs> okay, so in this clip, he tells a really funny story that shows just what a great guy Chadwick really was. Honestly, he goes up to this guy at a concert to tell him that his pants were sagging a little too low and they were distracting everyone. Listen. This actually happened in Buffalo. We were uh, sitting outside. It was like an outside musical performance. And the person in front of us had their pants so low that they were like mooning everybody behind them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're all trying to enjoy the performance. And at a certain point, everybody's just like, oh, every time he moves to the left, moves to the right, we're like, oh, can we, you, can we please stop staring at the cracking? Like... So I walk over to him and I say, son, you enjoying the show? He said, yeah, 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 I'm enjoying the show. I said, well, we trying to enjoy the show too. We can't do it because we keep staring at the crack of your ass. <laughs> and so, only James Brown can say it. So he pulls his pants up. That's and that's, that's it. Yeah. I love it. That is hilarious. <laughs> the fact that he showed up in character for that moment to tell you to cover your ass crack. <laughs> Listen, the reality is you need to cover it up. You got to cover it up. You, you got to cover it up. <laughs> what I love is it, what, I, what, what I really enjoy about these clips in particular is, you know, we talk about the quiet stillness. We talk about the kindness. Um, but there's also this this very humorous side to this guy right there was this mm-hmm. um this light this lightness and to know that he had that even while dealing with a stage 3 and and advancing colon cancer surgeries and chemotherapy yeah. um is a remarkable thing yeah to have that kind of joy that kind of quiet strength mm-hmm. um in the face of all of that, it's a pretty amazing thing. I, don't, no. I try not to say amazing often. Right. But, but when you amazing. do, 
I was going to say, if, if that's a word that can absolutely be applied to anything mm-hmm. that Chadwick did or, or had his hand in. Um, I also love that he graduated from Howard University, just like Thurgood Marshall. Okay. And the fact that Denzel, little known fact, I, I think now everyone's starting to hear about this awesome story. Denzel actually covered some of Chadwick's tuition and fees for the art of acting, right? Oh, yeah. So you know the story, right? Tell us so the story, Scott. He was at... <laughs> tell us the story. Tell us the story. Story time with Scott <laughs> Evans this week. Uh, okay, so he was at Howard University mm-hmm. and taking class. Um, uh, Felicia Rashad was teaching acting at Howard University. She saw this talent, saw this, this um, really great actor, this budding, a blossoming a performer. Mm-hmm. And he and a few other students had applied and gotten into the uh, Oxford acting like summer program. It was like, um, right. I think it was called the British American Drama. Wait, I, uh, already American so drama many words Academy. that I just trust that they're <laughs> gifted. Right. Oxford, when, you, when you can't even remember the whole name of the Academy, I, 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 that many adjectives <laughs> and yes. locations. So they were uh, so doing at, it. They were doing it. They thing. were really doing it. So they got into this program at Oxford, the British, um, the British American Drama Academy, and okay. shared with Felicia Rashad, their prof- professor, their their instructor. We got in. She was like, "Oh my god, that's great!" And they were mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, but we're not going to go." And she was like, "Wait, why aren't you going to go? Because we can't afford it." And she said, "No, no, 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 no. You need to go ahead and pack your bags." because you will be going. You will be going on, on this trip. You will be having this experience. And she told me, she said, I wasn't going to allow a little bit of money mm. to separate these young performers from an experience that would potentially change them, that wow. would crack them open. Susan Kalechi Watson was also one of those students who was a yeah. part of Chadwick's uh, Oxford class. Really? And so Felicia called Denzel and said, hey, we gonna need some money. And he was Giselle like, for was like, say less." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got and you. She said, "Within five minutes, he said, this is how many I can send.'" Wow. And so he never knew that he, he was didn't sending. even realize that Chadwick no. Boseman was one of those students. No, wow. no, and and so it wasn't until the AFI um, Lifetime Achievement Award for Denzel Washington that. Um, Chadwick would get an opportunity to publicly thank Mm. Denzel from the stage. He said something to the effect of, you know, that it is, the saying goes, sometimes you have to water the ones who have watered on. Mm. You know what I mean? And Denzel was just sitting there, you know, that, that look you try to give where you're like, don't cry. (laughs) He was trying to thug it out, but he was trying to thug it out. Just don't don't shed a tear. Wow. Uh, he reversed Sterling K. Story. Brown. You know, Sterling K. Brown will drop that one single <laughs> Sterling solitary. loves a singular tear <laughs> on the cheek. <laughs> so it was That's a really beautiful. beautiful thing to also see this full circle moment play out for all of us to see mm-hmm. these um, uh, uh, titans that yeah. we know, as we know now, supporting young budding uh, performers and allowing them to become titans in their own right. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. crazy. Absolutely. Beautiful. 
And, and wild to think that, like, how far Chadwick's come, the fact that Denzel didn't even know that one of the students that he sponsored was going to affect the world in the massive way that he did, which goes mm-hmm. right into that concept of paying it forward. Just do it because it's the good thing to do. You never know what will manifest, what will come of your kindness or your generosity. So mm-hmm. I really love that story. You know, we got to we gotta play something from the Black Panther era. I feel like we, we've dug into the, the archives. Yeah, let me get a little Black Panther clip. Let me get a little clip. <laughs> okay, so let's say let's say then about 2017. Okay, hit me. Keep in mind, keep in mind though that and about and we we know from the family's statement uh, um, confirming his passing. We know at about 2016 is when he was diagnosed with stage yes. three colon cancer. So this is 2017. It was a big year for Chadwick, ramping up, of course, for the release of Black Panther. Nobody, I mean, I when I tell you, I bought tickets for me to go see it mm-hmm. like four months in advance. Yeah. Yeah. And we get to see it for free. Right. <laughs> but I wasn't playing. But I just, I got I to gotta buy the tickets. I was not playing. Mm. You know what I mean? It was like to be able to see this Black superhero, this African yeah. superhero, um, bringing to life African dialects and, like you said, textures and mm-hmm. colors and the um, uh, culture. It was mm-hmm. like, I want everybody in my family to be able to experience mm-hmm. this. To think yeah. that at the same time, we're so hype. Yeah. Fighting for his life, mm-hmm. you know. Wow, it's um, mm. it's a lot. What do you say we lighten it up with mm-hmm. with Chadwick's commentary on watching the trailer for yeah. Black Panther at the uh, 2017 D23 mm-hmm. Expo, where he explained what it was feeling like yes. becoming a global superstar. Take I a love listen. it. Let's do it. I mean, you know, it's kind of like when you're a kid and you, you're, you know, everybody's pretended to be some kind of like professional athlete and the, you hit the last shot in the, in the crowd. It's like, that's the, that's pretty much what it feels like. But it's real. So, but it's real. Yeah. So, you know, you, 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 you can, how can you get used to that? Like, like, how can you get enough of it? You know? So. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, how stoked were you when you see that trailer come out and just how jazzed did I get you? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I watched it the first time. You know, obviously I had seen it before um, everybody else everyone saw it. it. Right. <clears throat> so that was the experience of watching it before everybody else saw it mm-hmm. and being like, hold up, like, like what? Is like, it's this? like, no, no, no. Well, yeah, there's that, but then it's also like, Let's watch it again. Let's watch yeah. it again. Let's watch it one uh-huh. more time. Uh-huh. Let's watch it again. Okay, now we gotta go shoot. Uh-huh. But uh, there's that, and then um, you know, then there's uh, you know watching it when everybody else is watching it, and it's something about you know we live in a world now where information travels so fast, and you realize other people are watching it at the same time, and they're responding to it, and mm-hmm. people are, are are you know doing their own little iterations of it on on YouTube and whatnot. It's it's kind of crazy. Think about this. Four years he'd been fighting with colon cancer. If you know, you know, stage three is when he was diagnosed. That is not a good diagnosis. Mm-hmm. That is extremely no. grim. So you have an idea that you are living on borrowed time. And the fact that he shared so much of that time with the world, with us, the stories that we've shared, 
that happened while that man was fighting, battling colon cancer. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. was giving that to us. Every single one of these stories we've told. Exactly. It is, I will say, you know, I was, I was reading a a post, was reading, um, going through some of, I mean, on the weekend that he passed, you could scroll Mm -hmm. your Instagram and it was like all tributes, tributes, all thoughts, all prayers, all, um, photos of him. You know, I think it, it, the, the announcement from his family on his official Twitter page was the most liked tweet in on Twitter, Twitter history at that yeah, point like yeah. since the, yeah, the platform has existed. And so, you know, of course, I think it's very clear what his legacy will be. And, mm-hmm. and I think that is one of the only, or not only, but that is one of the, the biggest silver linings in this loss is that he packed seven years mm-hmm. from 42, right? From the release of 42 and as, as he played Jackie Robinson to his passing, he gave yeah. us role after role after role. And yeah. so, you know, he would win awards. I think he got a, a NAACP Image Award in 2019 yep. for Outstanding Actor in a Motion Picture uh, for Black Panther. Black Panther was nominated uh, uh, for an Oscar for Best Picture. It would go on to win three Oscars that night. You know, it changed the industry. Yeah. Yeah, Topping it over showed a, a what billion we're dollars. capable of for so long. Um, the lie that black is not bankable was told mm-hmm. in Hollywood. Oh, well, black people will go watch that film or black people will go buy that, that song. But mainstream culture transcending or breaking out of whatever that quote unquote box is that, you know, old school Hollywood wanted to put us in. Th- that's something that people wanted to believe for a long time. And this movie, along with many other right? We have been proving what we bring to the table when in some mm-hmm. cases it's, it's being stolen and appropriated and just taken from us and repurposed and proven that it can sell. But Black Panther was a really great example of there are no excuses. You can have an all black cast. You can have the Bantu knots on the purple carpet. Matter of fact, I think it was, it was a lot of purple yeah. that night. I can't remember if it, it was, was red, but I know there was, was a purple. lot of purple in the building. Um, on the carpet. Um, You can have these traditional African um, garbs and dressings and fabrics, and it be celebrated not just by the people who are a part of that community. Anyone with eyes, you know, can see the beauty of -hmm. of the visual representation of who we are and the diversity with which we offer culture and art. And, And I love that Black Panther was at the forefront of that. There were so many celebrities who tweeted, who Facebook, who shared Instagram posts, Mm-hmm. you know, immediately after Chadwick's passing. And as bittersweet as it was, it was beautiful. Um, I love that Josh Gad actually broke his Twitter silence, got back on the platform. Just, he said to quote, share some beauty and good God, if this isn't beauty, I don't know what it is. It's one of his final texts, he said, from Chadwick, um, which really just drive home the point that Chadwick knew. He understood what life is supposed to be about, how precious every moment was. This was a text that Chadwick sent Josh and he entitled it, Catch the Rain. Catch the Rain. If you are in Los Angeles, you woke up this morning to the rare and peaceful sound of a steady precipitation. If you're like me, maybe you looked at the week's forecast and found that it's supposed to rain for three straight days. Not without breaks of sunlight and reprieves of moist gloom, but yeah, it's gonna be coming down like cats and dogs. 
great. We're stuck inside these damn quarantines because of the COVID, and now we can't even get no sun in Cali. Come on now. But now that the rain has stopped and today's storm has cleared, I urge you to go outside and take a deep breath. Notice how fresh the air is right now. After our skies have had a three-week break from the usual relentless barrage of fumes from bumper-to-bumper L.A. commuters. And now today's rain has given the City of Angels a long overdue and much-needed shower. Inhale and exhale this moment. And thank God for the unique beauties and wonders of this day. We should take advantage of every moment we can to enjoy the simplicity of God's creation. Whether it be clear skies and sun or clouded over with gloom. And hey, if the air is this clear right now and it does rain tomorrow, I might even put jars and bins out and catch the rain. Throw that in the water filter and I have a water more alkaline than any bottled brand out there. If that don't sum up Chadwick Boseman and his perspective and the energy he showed up with in every encounter we've had, I don't know what does. I don't know. And if that's not a life lesson for all of us, wow. There will always be Wakanda. Mm -hmm. Wakanda forever. Come on. Forever. Mm. So um, with that, I I think we say uh, rest in power, King. Yes. Rest Rest in in power. You can join us when we make another trip to the Access Hollywood Vault. You never know what the next throwback might be. Remember, subscribe for more, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you, everybody. I'm Scott Evans. I'm Zuri Hall. See you next time. Bye. The Vault by Access Hollywood is hosted by Scott Evans and Zuri Hall, produced by Access Hollywood Digital's Jenny Depper and Rebecca Zamer, and Digital Media Management's Grant Rudder, Audrey Povar, and Ryan Middledorf, and Trey Boudet. Join us next week when we crank open the vault for more iconic celebrity interviews and all things entertainment. Rate, subscribe, and share. <laughs> <laughs>